we're expecting to hop on with us. Life, uh, life may have happened, and we had to uh, delay it a little bit, but we are here now. Yes, and it is my fault, and I apologize. It happens. Sometimes life is uh, less fun. <laughs> there are uh, there's some interesting topics we were thinking about going over today. Um, I had a couple. I think you had a few there as well. Um, I think the first one that I wanted to dig into though was just the the one that gave me the biggest chuckle from uh, from this week here. Um, Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, whatever the hell her name is there. She's been arrested again in Germany. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Yeah. She was arrested in Germany, which isn't a, it's not an uncommon thing, right? But she was arrested at a protest for a coal plant that they had to build for energy because she previously protested their nuclear plants. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just thought that was too good to pass up. Like, <laughs> I understand you want to be, you know, the, the economic warrior, you know, you want to be the green friend of the planet there, but, uh, oh, sweet Lord, that's, um, yeah, that's not the best way to go about it here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. It yeah, it is it is always kind of funny. Um when your your own actions backfire on you. Yeah. Well and again, because like she's trying to be this economic warrior, you know, oh well you you can't be building nuclear plants because it may be bad for the environment. Well in as a result of that, now they've had to turn to what's considered a worse means of energy production, something way more worse for the environment, and now she's protesting that again and getting arrested for it too. Like it's, it's almost karma. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's how it goes, you know. It, it they, people like Greta, and you know, I I I feel bad for Greta Thunberg because I really feel, especially after watching that documentary with her father, that I mean she's. She's a, she was a young autistic girl who I feel was pushed by her father to think a certain way about things. Yeah. And he capitalized off that, but that's just my opinion. Um, yeah. Well, no, they definitely did. Like they both did. They used her to push their own kind of agendas and they basically just like brainwashed her, pumped her full of whatever the hell they wanted her to repeat, which is... It's just not fair to her by any means or oh, anybody that's uh, caught up in it. Completely agree. Okay. Um, I just noticed. Give me a second. Yo, Daps, what's good? Um, we're doing the show, and I just realized. I'm going to drag us down to the podcast show. I'm going to drag you with us. Cool? Yep, you're good. Yeah, I forgot to actually set it up this time, so I'm just going to sneakily do this now. No, remember, we don't want to use the stage. What? Why not? Remember, it, it it reduces the audio quality. Oh, shit, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a good point. Okay, well, I'm move that chat. Don't, don't mind us here, listeners, all right? We value you. Don't mind the mild nonsense here, all right? There. There we go getting there all right <laughs> yeah and it, i i will say it's noticeably different it, it honestly it is um yeah. especially here where i've like tuned stuff a little bit yeah no it's it's a big difference and i didn't even think about it until you said something and i was like oh sorry listeners 
Okay. Yeah, no, that Greta, I just, I had to touch on the Greta Thunberg there. That's, it was just too good. It was just too good. Um, now, with that being said, I want to hop on to a personal favorite of mine here. Um, Lava Gurkhrani? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, uh... Sorry, just bear with me here. I'm, I'm just answering stuff here real quick. I, I, a little more behind than I uh, than I would like to be, but um, yeah, no, the the whole the the war there just kind of touch base on that again because it's been a while. Um, it's it's in an interesting state right now, and there's one thing that I've noticed: the live UA map online was one of the one of the better resources for tracking the combat, um, to see kind of just exactly what was going on, where, what attacks, what units are being moved, yada yada. Um, and I understand, you know, in the past, they recently stopped showing the Ukrainian troop movements to try and preserve the Ukrainian forces. I get it. I understand. Um, they've stopped even showing, like, the Russian stuff now. So, like, the only thing we can really see are just, like, the Russian military strikes along that kind of border. But we know there's more conflicts in that going on. And that kind of leads me into another point. There's something big that nobody, for whatever reason, is talking about. Everybody's talking about these British and Canadian and American volunteer mercenaries that are going over to fight for Ukraine. What nobody else is talking about are these, like, Italians and other British and Americans that are going and fighting for Russia. Yeah, now, my question is, are they being labeled, like, by the United States as, like, possible domestic terrorists well and that's something i was thinking of too right because they're technically going and helping an enemy are these guys going to face repercussions for it well that's the are thing according, under foreign legion according to the united states russia isn't a you know declared enemy of the united states so then they would 100 be 100 percent be covered by foreign legion and they're not even fighting in an active conflict with an active enemy technically which makes all of this even fucking weirder. And it pushes me to one of my other points here. There's there's a common theme that I'm that I'm seeing here. And I I understand it, but it it's frustrating me to watch this. I understand that Ukraine is they're a smaller country. They don't have as large of a war pool that they can draw from. And as such they're turning to their allies. You know, us, the United States, well, us being Canada, I'm in Canada, um, the United States, you know, Western countries. Mm-hmm. And I, I do understand, you know, you do have to reach out for help. But at this point, I can't, uh, uh, like, I feel like there's too much being asked. And it's at the point where we need to either just commit to a war or something. like Or stop. <laughs> every, yeah. Every other week, I am seeing... A news headline. Zelensky is requesting blah from United States countries stating if we don't get it next week, we're all dead. They're not dead. They didn't get it. And this is a common theme. Yeah. It's been going the whole time. And I understand. Yes, okay, they are at war. Yes, our weapons, our training, all of it is indeed helping them. But we are hurting ourselves at this point. We are draining through our own resources in this proxy war that we are quote unquote not fighting. Yep. And it's almost feeling at this point like a pissing match between Zelensky and Putin. And I don't think that's something that we should have a part in. I I absolutely agree. (laughs) Yeah. If it's going to be the 
point where we're actually defending the country. I feel like it's at the point where we need to make it an actual defense. We need to step it up and have an actual engagement, an actual presence there. Or we need to stop vouching support that we cannot afford to vouch. Because this is, this is ridiculous. Like, uh, my own country's military spending is it's pretty fucking weak. I, I can say that. And we're shipping them arms and stuff. Like, our own units here have terrible equipment. Some of the best training in the fucking globe, don't get me wrong. But some of the equipment is is pretty outdated. I can say this openly. And we're sending them equipment. Like, how about we use some of this fucking budget to take care of our own troops? How about we use some of this budget to take care of our veterans? How about we use some of this budget to, you know, I don't know, help our own people instead of fighting a proxy war that we have no business being a part of? Because that's not PC. That's the thing. Like, Yeah, it's it, not it, the new globalist agenda. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I will say, like, you know, I mean, you know, like I, I, you know, I'm not personally a Christian, but like, it's funny that they, they kind of <laughs> like publicly, they are acting as like, you know, like how a Christian should, you know, like they're, 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 they're giving to this other country to help them against, you know, you know, it's perceived evil and things like that. But then like at home, it seems like some of these countries, like mine and yours, and are are fighting those values on at home, but promoting those values, you know, across other borders across the world. It's just like kind of, it's just irony to me. It's yeah, no, like 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 the whole like the whole uh, the uh, what's her name, the female basketball player from the U.S. Um, like, you know, how, how dare they, how dare they lock her up in Russia for possession of what is schedule one in the United States federally. And she would have been arrested here had she been caught with it. So it's yeah, like, <laughs> that's something that like nobody else touches on. And that kind of bothers me too, right? Like this, this is a drug that in her own country, she would have been arrested for having. And then of all places, she took it to fucking Russia. Yep. Not like Jamaica, Canada, Sri Lanka, you know, maybe somewhere that might be kind of cool with it. No, Russia. Well, and and, it, Russia. and the thing is, if she had brought it here and gotten caught through TSA, she would have gotten, you know, uh, federal importation uh, charges for trying to import a Schedule One narcotic according to the oh, you know yeah. according to the united states federal yeah, government and she would have gone straight <clears throat> to a federal penitentiary and there would have been no lashback there would have been nothing but because she was dumb enough to take it to a foreign country that had it illegal like it, it almost just feels like a smear campaign well it feels like the whole thing was set up yeah yeah it, well, it, arresting her well no it, not not even that i <laughs> what what if what if the united states and uh, it's intelligence interests have God damn it, fucking s's have a vested stake in the uh, the arms dealer that they released and being released. I'm mm -hmm. sure they do. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure my government's central intelligence agency had a vested interest in him being free. Almost guaranteed. What the actual interest is. Couldn't tell you, but that's that's above our pay grade. Africa, unfortunately, there. That's Africa. <laughs> that, 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 that's what that's what the vested interest is. Africa. 
because because the Chinese government is ramping up its stake in all of Africa. Okay, I I wasn't sure if you were just kind of going on like a meme there or if you were being genuine. Yeah, no, Africa <laughs> is actually it is actually a hot seat right now. Like there are a lot of countries vying for, if not control in some regions, at the very least a presence. Because they're starting to understand that it is a very resource-rich land. But the problem is that we shouldn't be going there and setting up our own industries. We should be helping them develop their own. Well, and that's what China's doing. <laughs> and, and that, well, they, that, actually? Yes. Yes. They, they, are, they are investing in infrastructure and helping, helping African you know, businesses oh, build up. You know, uh, Smart. <laughs> oh, oh it's, it's genius. And it should have been done for the past you know 100 years yes no reason that we've kind of just let them suffer and just kind of floated a money or whatever here and there yeah we've well you know we've just sat there and you know bought bought their bought their resources instead of investing in their production yeah because we wanted their resources (laughs) uh um they're so short term like short-sighted like most most governments are so short-sighted it's ridiculous well that's the thing like it's short-sighted right they're only thinking at that time yep and like it feels like i don't know like it it feels short-sighted but at the same time it feels like there's some kind of a plan but like it'd be a dark plan it almost feels like it's you know like a darker plan of just like easy control yeah, well, it, 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 it's not, and it's not in the, it's not in the West's economic interest for any country in Africa to really be any so, sort of a viable superpower yeah, in the future. <laughs> you know, like yeah, no that, that's why, that's why, that's why, that's why the West has always, ever, you know, ever since most of Africa became free, they've subverted their their governments and their politics and to make sure that they stay um somewhat subservient or subsistent off of the west yeah i, I don't know it's that's something for a whole that's a whole other <laughs> thing is like well above our pay grade that's i don't want to start digging into that there <laughs> there's there's another one though um i, I kind of want to go back and touch on uh touch on the whole the the, the conflict going on in the in Ukraine right now. Um, there was one other headline that I read that I wanted to, to touch on there. Now, whether or not what's actually on these trains is what's reported, whether or not anything that's been quote-unquote satellite photographed is actually verified or not, who fucking knows. But there have been reports of North Korean... Um, uh, Russian trains departing from Russia straight to North Korea. I think it was the 18th of November. And then on the 19th, being loaded up with massive cars worth of kit and then being sent back to Russia. Now, the United States Defense District, Defense Department, whatever, Defense Part of the Government. <laughs> Department uh, Department of Defense. Department of Defense. Well, the, why did they put it here? Uh, there was somewhere they had it worded very specifically, and I can't find it anymore. But I, either way, somebody internally got these photos these satellite uh, photos here and are saying that it's definitively north korea propping up russia with extra arms and missile batteries and yada yada 
Now, if this was indeed the case, can we really even say anything? I'm sorry about that. Can we even really say anything? No, because we're doing the exact same thing to through, fucking Ukraine. Yeah, to Ukraine and I mean not just Ukraine, but yeah, like uh you know, like uh Syrian rebels mm-hmm. as well and mm-hmm. yeah. And the best part is this this article that I was reading, um people are condemning, they're calling for North Korea to step down on this. How dare you support Russia? Now I I get it. Again, this is a conflict that shouldn't be happening, but um, in their eyes, they're fighting a, a just war. So they have no issues supporting each other. Just like on our end, we're fighting a just war. Like, it's it's wild because I don't even think China and the allies of Russia are calling upon us to stop helping Ukraine. No. I don't even think Russia is saying that. But then we have the gall to be like, hey, how dare you get support while we literally prop up this entire country's war effort with Western power? Yeah, well, no, uh, Putin did. Putin did say that, by the way, Putin, Putin said any more, any more aid to Ukraine from Russia and the West would be considered a direct act of aggression and war towards Russia. So he's finally come out and actually Uh, this is this is weeks ago. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I, I've been kind of out of the loop here, trying to stay in and out here. Life is fun, you know. Oh yeah. But, okay, so that's that good. I mean, like it's about fucking time. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Again, the support, I'm all for it. You know, it, Ukraine needs help. We can go and fight with them. That's cool. But we need to make it an actual fucking war and joint effort, not just this proxy war. Agreed. Either way, I didn't. I didn't mean to circle back. I just I wanted to touch. No, on it's all good. It's fresh there. Um, another one on a. On a lighter but still kind of sad note um machu picchu and the inca trail in uh-huh. peru you familiar with them uh yeah they've been closed indefinitely what yeah there are huge protests going on in peru for those listeners unaware um myself un- included until i went ahead and caught myself up here um there are massive protests in peru over the recent elections oh um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 let's. I'll try and get this as short as I can. Um, demonstrators in Peru are demanding fresh elections and calling for the new president, uh, Dina Boluarte, to stand down, which she has so far refused to do. They want her left-wing predecessor, Pedro Castillo, who is in prison and who has been charged with rebellion and conspiracy, to be released. Authorities announced on Saturday that another protester had died following demonstrations in the southern region of Puno, where police stations were set on fire. At least 58 Peruvians have been injured in the protests. Jesus. This is intense. Even the EU has stepped in at this point. The European Union has condemned the widespread violence, and I'm quoting this from the BBC. The European Union has condemned the widespread violence and what it called the disproportionate use of force by the police. Um, The EU calls on the government and all political actors to make urgent steps to restore calm and ensure an inclusive dialogue with the participation of civil society and affected communities as the way out of the crisis, it said in a statement. That is interesting. The whole world is just getting up in arms these days over each other. Oh, yeah, dude. Internally here, like... It's it's interesting to see people standing up, though, and more protests of this nature. There's a lot of kind of stricter 
policies and regimes that have that have started cropping up in the world there that a lot of people are are kind of just going with you know the whole COVID thing being being one of them. Oh yeah, it's definitely a huge catalyst for just you know overall <laughs> o- overall disagreement with government entities <laughs> like yeah. in, in general. Oh, yeah. We uh uh oh man, what city was it? Um, they Memphis, yeah, I think it was Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> five cops were fired uh, yesterday, and things were starting to pop off because uh, they had chased a subject and he died. And now, after reviewing, I guess body cam footage and dash cam footage, they have relieved five officers um, and are charges. I guess maybe pending. So uh, it, it sound it's sounding pretty bad. Um, as to as to like what may they may have done, so we'll see how that's gonna play out. Cause... Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. That's um, yeah. Well, and you know what? That's something that we've we've talked about on on this, the the podcast here before on the show, and it's it's something I'll, I'll always come back to. I have no problem and nothing but the utmost respect for most of the uh, most of the law enforcement the vast majority of them um, in fact I have I have a fair belief that I don't know that myself I could do it and I don't know that most of the people that I know could do it either because there's so much with it right you know it's not just that you're going and answering you know a call but a cat stuck in a tree or somebody speeding you're taking calls where people are severely injured you're getting out of that and you're going to you know talk to a domestic case and then so on and so forth like it's, it's heavy work and these guys don't really get breaks so for these fine outstanding officers that really do try, I am all for it. But there is an awful lot of bad apples that seem to be cropping up. And I'm not I'm not trying to be like, oh, we're better, we know what we're doing. But we do have a, a slightly more tightened system up here that I, I feel the U.S. could really, really benefit from if it was something they were willing to go for. In order well, to become a police officer up here, you, you need to have, like, a degree in either from like a police academy or a university or something like you need actual like training and most police forces will want you to be at like an actual registered police academy from anywhere from like six months to a couple years well that that, that is that is the, that is the requirement here so i i don't know i don't know of a single of a single department that doesn't require uh extensive training through their academy through the state certified through the state certified academy but, but, like, how long are these training courses? Like, how long are they in the academy? Because um, some of them feel like they don't get the uh, the attention they need, you know? I think the Virginia one was six months. Um, and, and I think D.C. was only, like, three. It, it, don't quote me on this. I'm, I'm just – I'm trying to remember when, when, when my dad went through. Um, but – thing is like with every organization there's always going to be a few to slip through there's always going to be some well, bad apples. well our and our problem are... is our the the problem here is that you have those bad apples but you have a an entire you know um like the the entire community within the the 
departments go out to protect themselves and then you have the you have the unions that will protect the bad ones to the bitter end almost every time like nine times out of ten will go to bat for the worst of the worst and that's that's where the that's where the major problem comes in is that because of agreements between departments and the unions there's things that can't even be done if it's beyond you know fact like if it if is plain as day they have to go through this whole long process or else they threaten to threaten to you know go against the union and then the union gets all of their employees to not you know not work and then what do you have you have an entire force that's not working <laughs> and and it's not for the betterment of the community it's to protect literal pieces of shit and human filth <laughs> like, it, it, that's 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 probably the biggest problem uh you know beside we have qualified immunity laws which basically state that just because an individual is a trained officer that they are immune from prosecution or you know to be found guilty of certain charges that happened in the midst of their duties because of their perceived um, opinion uh, on, on a situation. So like a shoot that wouldn't be good, be considered a, a good shoot for like, you know, me defending myself could still be considered a good shoot because I be, you know, if you were a police officer, because you perceived it at the time, although facts come out that you shouldn't have, but because of your personal opinion on the, on the perceived threat, you get protection under qualified immunity laws. That's our, that's, that's our biggest problem. And I mean, in some instances, don't get me wrong. They do kind of need that leeway, but again, in some instances, no, no, I think, I think, I think you need that leeway in situations like you, um, it, it should be very rare. So like, you know, I, you know, say I, but qualified immunity should apply for like, you know, there's a, you're, you know, you come up to a car fire and you know, kind of like good Samaritan. Right. And so like, you know, you see, you see guy laying out, you know, w with a gun trying to get up at a house, so, you know, take away the car fire part. So like, you know, a, a guy trying to get away, you see somebody else laying on the ground and you see a gun in that guy's hand and in the confusion he gets up to to like move to get away and you perceive him as the threat well it ends up being he was the homeowner and was defending himself from the other guy right that totally understand that like that's where qualified immunity should come in because that was a truly perceived threat not knowing the situation at hand and you know, it, you shouldn't be held responsible for that because I always think of it as if you put a citizen in the shoes of that cop, would they, would they be charged? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that, and that's how it should be. You know, it should be, 100%. you take that badge away and how are things going to play out? But that's well, not it's how like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Danny DeVito rule when it comes to psychopaths, right? If you Jeez. replace a character with Danny DeVito, 
and he's suddenly a psychopath. That character's always been a psychopath. There's just something else that, you know, makes him not come off as a psychopath. <laughs> like, there's, there's a couple of those rules underneath there. But, yeah, the, the, the same kind of a principle there. I, I don't know. It's it's a tricky system. It's very, very tricky when it comes to law enforcement because it's, it's hard to enforce uh, a standard across an entire work sector, right? And especially when you have corruption within the departments, within the unions, within the departments that are over managing them and all of it. Yeah, it it, it turns into a mild shit show. Yeah. Yes, sir, it does. Now, I do want to go back. There was another one that we touched on briefly there. Um, one, of, one of the last things I, I had uh, noted down for today here. Um, the, the whole COVID thing, right? So we touched on it in the sense that it was used in authoritarian overreach. And it still is. Um, don't get me wrong. Fantastic, full, fantastic tool. If you know you're an authoritarian trying to control your people, all <laughs> power to you. But uh, I prefer you didn't. Uh, and it's because of it's because of the fact that it's it, like COVID when it first came out was an endemic virus. It was never going to just go away. And that's the biggest problem that I had with this. I knew that it was going to turn into another one of the influenzas. Perfect example. Did you guys know? Did you know that Ebola? is actually one of the more common influenza strains like around like if you're getting sick there's a good chance you got ebola really because it's just oh 100 there's a good chance you've had it at some point it was a very actually very common strain at one point i shit you not and that's a common thing with these larger viruses yes there's a huge fucking panic at the beginning because it tends to happen with communities that can't support this kind of a thing with people who aren't immunodeveloped as we are in a western first world country um, where we can handle this kind of a thing we can roll out antibiotics and catch it quick enough we have hygiene practices that kind of work with it COVID was never just going to disappear overnight and it hasn't it's going to keep reappearing in different variations just the same as it had the first time yep. COVID-19 wasn't new either like that that stemmed from something it so, was an original SARS-CoV-2 exactly Exactly. It grew from that. Now, I I understand people are, like, I, I know people to this day that are still concerned about it. Um, in fact, I have somebody that's about to go on a trip, and she's even mentioned that she's concerned about COVID while she's out and about. And I, I understand, but we, like, you should be just as concerned about catching the common cold at this point as you should be with catching COVID. And that's how it should have been from the beginning. That's... For me, that's one of the things that's bothered me the most, and it, it's really still bothering me, the fact that people are still in that kind of, you know, tripped-out mind state, and they're still kind of panicking. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, it kind of gets to me here. I really would like it just to be over and done with and not have to hear any more about it, never have to talk about it again, but this is something that we're going to have to deal with for the rest of our fucking lives. And... I'm just I'm curious to see exactly how they're gonna play it out from here because even like the news coverage of it is kind of faded out. You know, we hear a little bit right now out of out of stuff going on in China again. Apparently, they've got another uh, variation of the virus passing around, but like around here, I don't really hear much about it. You know, they're not doing their their fear media coverage of thousands of cases active or whatever. Nonsense. Oh yeah, yeah. How many reported cases in your county today? Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, oh, we had two deaths. I mean, they were car accidents, but they apparently could have had COVID, so we marked it as COVID. Yeah, they they they, they tested positive at the time of their death, so they yeah, died even from though they COVID. Were, even though they were decapitated, they yeah. still died from COVID. Yeah, it's just just wild times, and I'm I'm. Well, the, uh, the 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 stories about how, you know, the, um, the what do you call it, um, 
ventilators killed more people than COVID did because they were they were just dropping people on ventilators who had COVID, and it was actually hindering their ability to breathe more because they didn't need to be on a ventilator. They just had an upper respiratory you know infection. But the, yep. the the protocol from our CDC came out that said, you know, if they they're having trouble breathing, put them on a ventilator, and the ventilator was killing people, and mm-hmm. the, the the ventilators were attributed to more deaths in New York City than actual COVID. than the actual COVID itself. Yeah, like it's absolutely fucking mind boggling. And again, like don't get me wrong, you know, I I understand that it was new at the time and people were kind of panicking. Nobody really knew quite what to do with it, but like Jesus Christ, like yep. That that needed to be handled differently. It should have been. It still needs to be handled differently in the future. But I, I mainly just wanted to bring it up because I wanted to address the fact that it is an endemic virus. You know, it was never it was never something that was just gonna pop up and then just vanish, you know? Oh, but Daddy Fauci told me that it would go away if I got the shot. Yeah, well Daddy Fauci fucking stabbed puppies in the face with needles. <laughs> Daddy Fauci's wife is the head of the commission that's supposed to make sure he performs ethically. Yes. Put uh, that one through your melon. That shit's fucking nuts. That's insane. <clears throat> that's fucking insane. Like, how the how the fuck does that happen? How does somebody? How is somebody overseen by their significant other on something as fucking critical as ethics? Ethics. Yep. <laughs> I understand if it's, you know, like proofreading their fucking their dissertations or something, but fucking <laughs> ethics. Like, yep. If we had Eva Braun watching Hitler, like Well, I no, I I, I, I think I think I think you know, I think Eva, you know, if she had control over Hitler would have would have been good. Would have been good. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe Hitler had the same kind of fucking presence <laughs> that Fauci has over his wife, because I mean why the fuck didn't she stop anything? I mean, Christ, she saw what was happening. Oh, Adi, come back to bed. The Jews are not there. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I promise you, Adi, they are not under your bed. Okay, okay. No, no, I'm saying like, I'm saying like she's like telling him like, like that he's paranoid. I got got the reference. We'll we'll, we'll leave that one. Leave that one out. We don't. Yeah, those are not views supported by the channel. What? What, what are you talking about? It's not views. I don't, want, I don't want somebody showing up, fucking saying there was some whatever by whatever group spouted on this. <laughs> no, no, no. We are we are friendly for everyone. We are friends of all. <clears throat> we hate ourselves, and that's about it. I mean, we're not we're not we're not friends of Nazis. <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah, not friends with Nazis, but I mean that. Don't get me wrong. Like that's, I felt like that kind of went without saying, but you did make a good point. Yeah, friends with everybody except you know pieces of shit. Yeah. You know we hate every, we hate them and then we hate ourselves and then pretty well everybody else is chill. You know. Yeah, yeah, I feel that one hundred percent. Yeah. Is there anything anything crazy that you've heard recently here, dude? I have been not in the right mindset recently, and I've just. You know, trying to trying to see when G Ward can hop on so we can do a mental health podcast because I feel it's very necessary right now. Um, 
Well, times are like times are hard for people right now, like one hundred percent, and it's you do need to step aside and take time for yourself. Like I was, I appreciate you stopping in and, and hopping on today, bro. I was, I was honestly just gonna go ahead and throw one up. I was gonna try and just get through a, a couple topics, just so at least you know our listeners would have something to hear because we did make them a promise there. Yeah, but and I didn't want to throw. Feel terrible about this morning. No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't! Like, like you just said, right? Mental health. Our listeners will understand it if they have difficulties and they don't, then they can fuck themselves. But everybody <laughs> has mental health problems, right? Everybody struggles with adult shit. If you say that you don't, you're a fucking liar. Grow up. Yeah. Everybody deals with shit, all right? And to judge somebody or to hold it against them if they're having a hard time is childish. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. Right. You go through shit, I go through shit, your cat goes through shit, your fish goes through shit. They're on different scales, don't get me wrong. But everybody's going through shit. And we don't know what everybody else is going through. In order to be able to judge somebody, we must first judge ourselves. And a lot of people that do hold judgment like that don't judge themselves. Yeah, agreed. They're much too happy to just look on, judge others, find the faults in others, and that's about it. Never once have they put thought into finding the faults in themselves and why they feel the need to find the faults in others. Should never be an issue with you having to take some time, especially when you're going through tough stuff like that. Like family is is big, you know? Yeah. Like myself, sure. I've, I've recently just lost a family member. It is what it is. He's in a better place. Being a religious man, I can, I can comfortably say, you know, he's, he's with our father above. As many people may disagree, you know, it brings me solace in the fact that I know he's with my father above he's in caring loving hands yeah, it's all it is that, what it is it's all that matters exactly as long as you can come to terms with the fact that and, and actually this is a big one this is something that I've told people um, I've told myself this and this is something that if you need to hear it I want you to repeat it to yourself sometimes it's not about being okay sometimes you'll never actually be 100% okay with what happened and in that instance all you need to do is be okay with the fact that you're not okay. Yeah. You don't ever need to be 100% okay with something. Some shit you're not going to be okay with. It's just what's it's just what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean the human the human stuff. the human mind isn't even made to be okay. <laughs> like, no, the, the, like the human well, mind's made for uh, adversity and and fear 100%, and, like the human mind is our worst fucking enemy. Like we are 100% our own worst enemy survival habits and, and like programmed responses and like there's there's so much to the brain that we barely even understand at this point that we're just still discovering but my, my favorite quote or kind of tidbit about the brain that somebody told me and I haven't been able to shake yet is at the end of the day we can't beat ourselves up too much because we're literally fucking meat jello with electricity running through it yeah powering fucking meat jello. a skeleton <laughs> wrapped in a meat suit all right, we're meat jello with electricity, powering skeleton exos or exoskeletons with a fucking a meat suit just as extra armor. Like your body's not gonna work properly. Your mind is gonna fight you sometimes. It's the human condition. Every creature on the planet actually is plagued with this. Yeah, it's, it's just the way that it is. We're natural. We're organic. You know, and anything natural and organic, it's gonna have flaws. You know, like I've 
We've all seen fish that just kind of swim like dumbasses, whatever. We've all seen that one cat that drools, you know. It's just, it is what it is. Doesn't mean the fish isn't a fish. Doesn't mean the cat's not a dope-ass cat. He just fucking drools. Sure, it's a little weird, but whatever. He's still a dope-ass cat. He's still going to purr. He's still going to kill that mouse if you tell him to, and he's still going to be an awesome cat. It's just, you know, he drools, whatever. Yeah, one lazy eye, his tongue sticking out the side. It's all right. It's all, yeah, it's man, all good. Yeah, walks on a bit of a lean, but whatever. Like, he means well, you know? Like, that's, that's the important part. And, like, he's no less of a cat because he's, you know, a little odd. It just makes him a little odd, which is, if anything, endearing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Quirks shouldn't be ostracized. Quirks shouldn't be focused on, and they shouldn't be made to be a bad thing in somebody's personality i have quirks i'm a quirky motherfucker i can admit that freely there's a quote a quote from plato know thyself yeah it's a simple one learn yourself once you know who you are you'll be happy with it but going back to the the previous one there like the like processing through shit and working through shit of working through shit if you know yourself and you're comfortable with yourself You'll learn how long it'll take you to do and process certain things. Myself, I know, um, for the most part, how I'll react to certain stimuli or or occurrences. So if it's something heavy, I know that a lot of times I'll I'll chew on it immediately, and I, it'll the information will hit, and then it'll it'll have to saturate for a little bit, and then I'll have to process it. Um, depending on what it is, some stuff I can work through damn near instantaneously, just right into the fire, burn it, done, toasted. Other stuff fucking years there's there's still some stuff that i work on too there but that's that's part of it knowing that i do still need to work on it knowing that it's something there yeah knowing thyself is is one of the easiest ways to to getting to a better place knowing and being accepting of yourself that's another thing entirely you can know yourself but you need to also accept yourself and be comfortable with yourself it's the hardest part probably for a lot of people it can be but I want to emphasize, everybody is their own person. What might be right for you might not be right for some, to quote a fantastic man on television some time ago. If you know, you know, and you're dope. If not, it is what it is. But what might be right for you might not be right for some. Not everybody is going to have the same tastes, the same preferences, the same ideas, ideologies, all of it, right? We're all different people, and that's okay. That's what makes us different people. That's what makes everybody their thing. If somebody doesn't like your specific brand of human, then fuck them. You don't need everybody around you. Surround yourself with people you enjoy. And as you're doing this, as you're experiencing people that are fun and good to be around, you'll become more open. You'll start to express yourself more. You'll learn yourself more. And you'll be able to to kind of better handle what comes to you because you'll know who you are and how you're going to process it. And on the flip side, there is something to be said for monastic uh, voyages or just time spent alone. I Don't get me wrong. Some people don't like time with their thoughts. That's something else entirely. I, I do think that you should be able to work through your thoughts. There's a lot in your brain that you need to think. You need to process. There's a lot that needs to go on. Regardless, I digress here. Um, monastic or solo trips are fantastic for that. Go out, uh, go camping, you know, in the bush for a weekend or something. You know what? Even just for a long nature hike just by yourself. Put yourself with your thoughts in somewhere natural, somewhere you can relax, somewhere you feel at ease, and just kind of start just thinking about stuff, you know? Yeah. Thought comes into your head. Don't just, don't just take the thought. 
think about the whole thought process with it. Where did this thought come from? Why am I thinking this thought? How did the thought make me feel? And why does it make me feel that way? This is all stuff that, that anybody can do themselves at any point. You don't need to sit down with um, a licensed or a clinical professional to do this sort of a thing. If you feel like that's what you want to do, please, by all means, I'm not saying don't seek professional help. If that's your thing, please go for it. If you like talking with people and you feel that a therapist or a counselor or any any one of the licensed professionals is what you want or you need, then by all means, go for it. But if you're just looking to try and do some kind of introspective learning and just try and work on yourself as, as you want, kind of on your own time, that is a fantastic way to go through it. Now, at, in the same breath, you can dig too far into that stuff too. Yeah, for sure. So you don't want to sit there and overanalyze everything. If it gets to the point where you're like, oh, I really don't know. If you find you're, you're starting the question, it just drop it. You didn't need to think about it in the first place. You're just trying to peek. You're just trying to take a look at the inner workings. If the inner workings start grabbing you, pulling you in, you go, well, no, I'm good for right now. <laughs> you step back, you open the hatch a little later. You know, you look in. If the guy working the machine just kind of waves this time, then all right, you're good. You know, you kind of look and you watch a little more. But when he goes to reach for you, you just fucking close the door and go, nope, I'm good. And you come back, you learn a little more of the machine each time, and then you're good. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, uh, uh, oh no, you ever seen Full Metal Alchemist? I haven't, unfortunately. I am not an anime enthusiast myself here. I know I'm going to get some flack, but that hey, is what it is. I'm fucking old school. I read books and shit, not manga. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> <clears throat> what? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so like he he tries to his, he try they try to bring their like mother back from the dead <clears throat> through mm-hmm. alchemy, and this is like it's based in a like a timeline that if world if the world had um instead of following like you know science that it followed the thought of alchemy right and um it's pretty cool and so they like try to bring their mother back by by using what the human body is made of but like not realizing that they can't really bring back her soul once it once it's once it's passed over through the through the gate yeah and so like when he goes to do it he fucking opens the gate and um the fucking Oh, what is it? What is it called, man? I forget. But the, uh, we'll just call it a gatekeeper for right now. Like comes out and is like, fucking takes his arm and his leg, and fucking and his and his and his brother's body, and like all oh. this crazy shit. But like all these like hands come swarming out of the doors, and he just reminded me of that. Okay, word. Well, I mean, it, it can for some people it can be a similar experience. You know, for somebody who's never actually done any introspective looking it can feel that overwhelming because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of subconscious thought there's a lot of memories there's a lot that's going on in your mind that a lot of people are used to just ignoring or not thinking of or not even realizing it's there you know like a lot of people just have like their thoughts and their memories and they don't ever think about hey why why did this come up yeah or or, you know or they suffer from you know severe um emotional trauma no emotional trauma and like they go to they go to do that and it is like even just even just consciously thinking about it is just too much and oh it's heavy yeah 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 yeah. no that's what i'm saying like myself i have like i'll be honest with you folks like i have some heavy shit that that i'm still working on there's 
you know what? Fuck it. Like we're we're all adults here. I don't I don't give a shit. Okay. A few years ago, I I had some. Well, it's damn near ten years ago now. I had some real heavy life stuff. I'm not gonna go into the details because you guys you don't need to hear it. But I had some heavy life stuff come up, and in the moment, um, for lack of a better term, a a piece of me kind of just like snapped like a dry and brittle twig. And I kind of just, instead of actually processing what was happening and finding a way to work on it, I kind of just went, okay, and just went on autopilot. And I didn't realize this until, fuck, only a few months ago, honestly. It took that long for me to realize what happened and come to terms with the fact that I was never okay with it. Even though I said okay, and I just kind of, you know, picked up what I thought was my life, I didn't. I left myself behind, and I left myself on autopilot for a long fucking time. And I, I didn't know this. I, like, I knew something was wrong for the longest time. I knew something was off, that I wasn't myself, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. You know, I, I had ideas as to why, you know, because I became bitter. I became cold. I was full of resentment. I was... I became a piece of shit. Like, like even if I were to go back and hang out with myself, I'd probably be like, man, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, yeah. why are you so fucking angry all the time, you know? And, like, I had people tell me. I had people mention it to me. But I, I, wasn't, I wasn't at the point where I could process it. For whatever reason, it just it wasn't there. I couldn't do it. And what ended up doing it for me was, honestly, I just I had a random just shoot the shit chat with one of my buddies. And it was the it was the perfect storm, you know. I was I was playing a game from that time frame. I was listening to music from that time frame. He was asking the right questions. I had the right answers. And before I knew it, I'm fucking I'm throwing down these fucking rail line pieces in front of me, and this the train's just picking up steam, and I'm just ripping through. Before I know it, I'm I'm at the station, and I'm looking back at this whole fucking train line, like holy shit. And I and I sat there at that point, not building any new tracks for so long. But as soon as I realized it, I was like, holy fuck, I think I see the station. And I just started slapping down pieces. And just one by one, just rail piece after rail piece, I ended up pulling into the station. And again, when I finally got there, it was it was wild. Like, looking back, just realizing how much, not only how much has happened, but, and the rail line was actually a perfect analogy. I'm glad I picked it. How much I was stuck on that linear fucking rail. Yep. Because it, it becomes a rail. If you don't realize that that you are you're working through stuff or you don't want to admit it or you don't want to work through it yourself, it can it can take over your fucking life. It'll put you on a path. And whether that path is where you wanted to go or not, if you don't address it, you're fucking going. That's it. Like that train's picking up steam, you're moving. Or worse yet, you could end up like me where your train doesn't fucking move at all all and you just sit there and your train starts to rust and your wheels start to lock to the tracks like whole life becomes just, stagnant and you just go with the motions and it's and exactly it's, it. and, and then you don't realize 10 years have gone by and you've missed the majority of your life and the life of those yeah. around you and it's it with that like it's it's kind of just kind of looking back like okay where did where did i start to zone out you know where where did I start to feel like okay this maybe this isn't me? Where did it start to feel off? And that's that's where I had to go back. And again, for me, like I, I was really lucky. You know, I had a very good friend. Uh, like I consider him a close brother of mine at this point. 
he just he asked the perfect questions. He let me just kind of sit there and ramble on, and I I was led down the perfect path. You know, I, I was able to set myself back on the track, start throwing down those pieces again. But for a lot of people, it's it's going to take you're going to have to walk back down that railway track and find where the track broke or where the track split. And you're going to have to want to. Well, that's no, no, not even that. <laughs> I it's I didn't want to. Yeah, but but once you okay no, but once once you realized that there was something wrong and that you were inadvertently heading down that path, like then it, to, the dis- to the discovery, to show, yeah. Then then but yeah. then but then you wanted to. Yes, once I started to realize what was actually happening, because I I again for like ten years I knew something was wrong, but I just kind of chewed on it you know i did the standard man shit i'll just stuff it down i put fuck doesn't matter whatever i'm just gonna go to work now whatever toxic shit but after a while it will fucking get to you like i turned toxic dude like i became cold and bitter and withdrawn and like even these days like i still feel there are some days where i'm just i'm a fucking asshole yeah and, like i really on don't occasion be, but yeah like there are some days where I'm, I'm a fucking prick and i can admit that you don't know thyself again but and the fact that I can see that and I can I can realize, hey, you know, I, I am being a fucking asshole, you know, or that wasn't cool. <laughs> and here's why, you know, I, I can figure out. And like I'd set the point where like through my mental kind of self-exploration, I've I can just about any action now that I'm doing or thinking, I can just about figure out exactly where it came from, why and how it came to be. And that is a really, really neat feeling and ability and anybody can do it it's it, it's it's simple enough it takes a bit more conscious thought than most people are willing to commit but once you get used to that level of higher thought and function it feels better it feels good and trust me knowing yourself is one of again one of the most freeing things you can experience yeah it's gonna suck trying to find where the track split or where the track starts again yeah the train's probably rusted in place train cars probably have birds and pigeon shit all in them you're probably gonna have to clean them a little bit might have to get a homie to help push start the train but you can get it moving again the station <laughs> isn't that far you say push start the train well you know you're dri- driving an early 90s honda civic over here like <laughs> well you know in, in my head i'm picturing like the top gear train where it's like they took cars and just put them on the fucking on the road and then they're like on the actual rails with like train wheels on them and they're just like towing just like whatever train cars they made i'm having fun with it you know like you gotta have fun with i know but again the the station isn't that far you look down the tracks you can see it you see it there you know it's there it's just a matter of figuring out where you have to put the track back together where where the rust is where that new stake needs to be driven into the tracks flat again you know and it's it is a journey. I, I can admit it because there's probably like fucking badgers and shit living on the tracks or whatever that you have to fight. Jesus but... Christ! The fucking analogies I mean, just no. It's badgers. Just... You're a human, you know. Like I'm trying to paint a vivid picture. Hey, you know? listen, want... listen here, bud. We don't have badgers down here, there, bud. All right. Well, you'll get fucking <laughs> stabbed by an angry meth head. But <laughs> okay, there you go. That, that... You're an American. You're an American. Pull out your gun and shoot him, and then just keep going down the tracks. All right. There. Is that American enough? Is that... <laughs> Oh fuck yeah, bud! <laughs> oh, uh, oh, we, we, we're smoking, smoking a pack of marbles in 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 the meantime, there, bud. <laughs> oh, those things are nasty. You can't even buy them up here, eh? 
<laughs> fucking terrible smokes. But yeah, I, I digress. I went on. I I, I don't want to harp on it, but yes, just learn yourselves a little bit. That's all I ask. There's the stations there. The track is there. You can do it. There might be shit in the path. You're good to go. But yeah, Marlboros are fucking disgusting, man. I've tried them. Hands down, some of the worst cigarettes I've ever fucking smoked. And uh -oh. I've smoked some fucking nasty-ass cigarettes. Oh, bro. dude. I Okay, listen. Listen. I, so, I, I need to quit again for for good because my health's already shit. But, uh... The vape. Dude, no. Nah, the vape fucks me up more. Well, which... What kind of a vape are you using? Are you using a salt nick or a free base? And what kind of nicotine content? Uh, 6% and... Six percent free base. Okay, so grab yourself a salt nick at like twenty percent. A salt nick? The fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, smaller devices, more designed to be disposable. The nicotine metabolizes more similar to a cigarette in the bloodstream, and it's a higher concentration. So you can take one blast, and it's the equivalent of a couple drags. Uh, versus sitting there and throwing out a fucking room <clears> alter <throat> six milligram cloud. Yeah. I did be doing that. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's what I do, man. Like, I, I have three milligram, and I will... I throw room mulchers. Like, it's my thing. Like, I, I don't know. I have... At one point, I shit you not, I had three buddies. Well, three buddies, his girlfriend vape, too. She ended up showing later, but... We sat in my fucking room, and the three of us, for the first probably, like, hour or so, just chucked as fat of clouds as we could, as many clouds as we could... His girlfriend showed up, came in, joined us, and probably within 15 minutes, it got to the point where the only thing we could see was the TV, and it beca it's because it was the TV. It was like an LCD. It was bright enough to see through the fog, but like you could put your hand like a fucking foot in front of your face, and it was gone, <laughs> just from vape clouds. That's ridiculous. My roommates were pissed. The whole fucking house just reeked of vape. It was like seeping through the vents and shit, and, like <laughs> like through the underside of my door and shit like Cheech and Chong style stuff but <laughs> yeah that's dude that's me I love that style of vape but if, if you're trying to just quit and you're not trying to enjoy it anymore then yeah go for salt nick um, try 20% if that doesn't do the trick or 20 milligram whatever the fuck it is go for 20 if 20 doesn't cut it go 30 uh, don't go to 50 though we might not have dude, a lot of friends do we are we even legally allowed to use that here <laughs> yeah yeah 100% yeah Jewel is a uh, salt nick. Jewel got banned. <laughs> yes, but it doesn't have to be specifically Jewel. I'm saying that's the type of nicotine that it is versus the standard juice that you and I use for our big boy devices. You can get the, like, you know those little shit sticks you see people ripping around with? Yes, I know. Yeah, I used to, yeah, like, I used to use Jewel. Jewel, yeah, exactly. Jewel made me cough like that, too. Well, you were probably grabbing, like, a fucking 50 nick or something stupid. No, dude, they, they... they only made them at fucking six i'm telling okay, you well then that was that was still free base then yeah uh, I, I guess yeah 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 because salt nick will be married or married will be measured in tens whereas free base will maybe, be measured maybe in maybe percentages I'm, of three well, maybe i'm wrong then it, it could be i also don't know like the united states market could be very different from hours up here i would not be surprised if it was well they they just um, they just cracked down heavily on allowing oh up here certain yeah, up here as well there's uh, i had to just buy um like 500 milliliters of juice because they're they're really 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 cracking down on kind of everything here and i'm getting worried so i figured i'd stock up uh, i found a joint that had like a fucking blowout style sale i paid like 40 bucks 
And yeah, now I'm set for like half a year. That's good. Which is a nice feeling. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure how much longer we're going to be able to buy shit here, you know? Yeah, until they start giving you your social credit card. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I didn't get the jab. I didn't do the jab pass. I won't do their social shit. I'll move to the bush. Sir, it, it appears that you have talked be- poorly uh, about the Canadian government on the Only Kyle Show podcast at at 4.55 on Saturday. <laughs> it's like, uh, now, see, <laughs> see, I hadn't actually mentioned it, you know, the government until then. So I would have been good, but if they wanted to be pissed, yeah, now they could because you specifically mentioned the state. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gotta love 1984. Good thing thing I'm not Canadian. Yeah, fuck you, I am. (laughs) Hey, you know, you know what you should do? You should make like a goose and fly south. (laughs) Yeah, and go to the fucking burning land of the free. I'm good, bro. Nah, dude. (laughs) I'd rather sit up here and watch. (laughs) Here's why I wish we hadn't, I hadn't fucked up and Mexico Kyle was here. We'd be like, hey, we're just gonna come down to you, buddy. Okay, let you me let, let me let you me let, have the... let me rephrase that. Okay, Mexico's Kyle, not Mexican Kyle. <laughs> yeah, because if you really want to go there, mi familia so de Mexico. Ah, so orale. Uh, I just was gonna leave that alone. Uh, oh, but... it was it was funny as shit when you were like, "I'm gonna speak French," and then spoke Spanish on the last episode. That was funny as shit. Just so you know. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where? <laughs> I don't. Oh no! I think I know. I said a bunch of shit. I said it in like fucking six yeah, different languages. But, but you, yeah, no. But you said you were like, you were like, oh, I'm gonna say this in Spanish and then you said in French and I then like, I, no, I don't think I did. No, dude, listen back through the episode. It's funny. I've listened to I it. Mean, I've listened to it twice now. So did I correct myself on the spot? Because if not, I mean, I actually <laughs> yeah, speak well, those languages. Uh, yeah. No, I know. But you were like, yeah. Just, just listen. I'll, I'll have to go back. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I laughed. I got a good chuckle. Perks of speaking multiple languages. <laughs> Imagine only speaking one. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You have the option at any. Point. I don't. I don't speak only one language. Thank you. Well, there you go. Much. Even better. <laughs> See, well, I'm saying more so for listeners too. At any point, languages are fun and the easy, easier to get into than you would think. Duolingo. To start Duolingo, Rosetta Stone, Babel, they're all fantastic tools. Um, your best bet will always be full immersion if you can. If you can get yourself surrounded by the environment, you know, music, movies, people from that language or that culture, you're laughing. Work construction if you want to learn Spanish. Okay, you can learn just about any fucking language in construction. Are you kidding? No, I'm not point, okay, I'm, not here. I, I I'm you can learn here. You can learn English, Portuguese, and Spanish. Oh, yeah. No, dude, you, you can learn Ukrainian. You can learn Russian, Polish, Spanish, fucking. You can relearn English from another country. Like, <laughs> Everybody, man. You want to pick up a language? Yeah, if you're Canadian, you want to pick up a language, just go pick up some traits. Go work in contracting. Um, at the very least, you will learn a whole new form of English. Um, <laughs> proficient swearing. Yes. And how do they get creative? You will speak a whole other form. 
couple blonde ones. Dude, oh, yeah. My, uh, yeah, my I love that my German teacher. You know, that was that was always the first thing she taught was how to properly um, conjugate swear words because she well yeah because she was like because oh, here's the thing she's like i know you're gonna use them it is the first thing almost any kid wants to learn in any language so i'd rather if you go to germany that you properly use them so they're not like look at this dumbass <laughs> not even just kids okay you know what your prof makes a very good your old teacher there made a very good point all right one of the best ways to learn a language is i shit you not is to learn the fucking swears because even if you don't speak most of it if you're hurt, you can walk up and just go shit in their language. Like, Are you okay? If you just keep going shit, fuck, they're gonna be like, this guy's fucked up. We need to get him somewhere. I don't even. He doesn't even speak the language, but he knows that enough to say that he's fucked up in our language. We need to treat this guy. You know, like doesn't speak the language. He holds no currency. He is a foreign man. Sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> Languages are fucking languages are dope. I, I love love languages here. All right. Oh, yeah, I, I digress. I digress. Do you have anything else? Yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to get on for today here? No, I'm gonna probably ask you to get this uploaded and go pass the fuck out. <laughs> am, that works. Funny, I, yeah. I am fucking. I don't. I don't know, dude. I'll see what kind of magic I can work in. Uh... Still, still trying to figure out how I woke up, not in my bed this morning. I... Yeah, it's a little wild. Do you want to tell? You want to talk about that, or do we leave that? I mean, I, I can. I'm just fucking going through shit and fucking had nightmares and fucking PTSD episode in the middle of the night, sleep paralysis, and fucking just scared the shit out of me yet again. And um, yeah, I and. Fucking! I I remember getting up to get something to eat, getting a drink of water. Um, I think I even smoked a cigarette to like calm down after after the sleep paralysis episode, and then fucking oh came back well, in came, came back in, and then fucking I took a took an antihistamine to help me sleep, and then laid in the bed, and that's the last thing I fucking remember. And then I woke up on the couch, and I hate I that just scares the fucking shit out of me. I wonder if uh, I wonder if you went for another dart and you didn't want to go back to bed smelling like cigarettes, so you just went to sleep on the couch. Um, in your antihistamine kind of three quarters of sleep phase there. Yeah, cause I, I maybe dude, because I took I ate like two gummy melatonins too. Oh yeah, no, that's that's probably <laughs> what it is. You probably like went for a dart, or you like you had to rip ass, or like something, and you overthought. You were like, oh, I don't wake her up. I'm Just so you know, sleep. dog is Canadian, and in dart he means cigarette. He does not mean oh, yeah, hi- hypodermic needle. Yeah, no. When I say dart, I mean like a cigarette, <laughs> like tobacco rolled in a paper tube that you smoke with a filter, not a filter if you're a cowboy. But yeah, we'll clarify that. Yeah, sorry, I'm Canadian as fuck, but. Yeah, when I say dart, I mean, yeah, like a dirty, a ciggy, a smoke, a, just a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking like you probably went out for a smoke and we're like, oh, I don't want to go back in here fucking just reeking like burnt tobacco. So I'm just going to fucking pass out on the couch, spare the old lady, you know? Yeah, I hope. I, that's a reasonable one. I hope. But, you know, I never thought I'd have to make that distinction. But, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I'm Canadian as fuck. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I know some, like... It's usually the older heads that think that, like they, they that call it that. Um, yeah, I would never have made that association, bro. Yeah, I mean, well, you never did 
IV drug use. So I, I, I you make a good point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's something I stay the fuck away from because that's scary shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we can leave that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right. hey, look, I, I appreciate you popping in again. I know uh, I know you weren't doing too good there, so myself and uh, listeners here, we all appreciate it. Yeah, man, I fucking, I had to. <laughs> oh, you're good, man. Just, just make sure you take care of yourself. You get that rest. Same goes for you, listeners, all right? I want to make sure that everybody's happy and healthy. Think about a bit about what I said there. Don't take it super to heart, though, but if you feel like you want to start doing some introspective thought, it's as simple as that. Just think about what's happening and why. Easy as that. Don't dig too far into it again. If the machine starts to try to pull you in, you just fucking slam the door and you walk away. Come back another time and just take another peek. Eventually, you'll be able to walk in freely and walk out of that machine without even without even blinking or batting an eye. Fuck, you walk into the machine, the dwarf working, it's going to offer you a cigarette, you know? You'll be that comfortable. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> and I love that term. Uh, Appreciate I, everybody I here. Appreciate you, homie. We will catch you next weekend for... <clears throat> for... Libertarian vice presidential national candidate Spike Cohen. Mr. Spike Cohen. Yes. Yeah, Mr. super excited. I, I, I am not going to fuck up my sleep and shit for that. <laughs> I am, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, 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 I'm you, bro. 10 hundred. I am here no matter what. It's, I, yeah. He's here yeah. on time. It's starting. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wake up at like nine, get it, get, yeah. get a nice cup of coffee. Take a shower. I, I might even see about sorting out a Jamie type for the background here for that. Drago? I have an idea. No, better. I have an idea. We can go over that at some point. Okay. Sounds good. But, yep. I appreciate everybody listening. You make sure you take care. We love the shit out of you. No homo. I mean, if you really want, you take it that way, but I'm straight. Pretty sure he is, too. But it is what it is. Nice dicks, Stay homies. Stay safe, you guys. <laughs> NDH. Yeah. Stay safe, all right? We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Okay, I didn't catch the goodbye on mine, I'm sorry. Hey, no, you're good.